another episode of the Growth Schema podcast. I'm your host Daniel and today's topic will focus on the concept of mental toughness vis-a-vis business and sports. To accompany me in this journey, today as a guest I have Sasha Borch who is a recruitment manager here at Tailwork, which is a recruitment company based in Malta and who is also a professional football player who plays for the Sirens Football Club. Sasha, how are you? Thank you for having me, Daniel. It's it's always a pleasure to have to have these conversations with you. Um, I'm doing well. Thanks thanks for asking. Hope you're doing well too. Pretty well. We had a great start to the new year, so can't complain much about yeah. that. So, um, Sasha, thank you for joining me here today. What is mental toughness to you? It's a lot of different things. Um, I think mental toughness is the capacity uh, to deal with certain issues that, that we're faced with, um, especially on a daily basis. So obviously we're not talking really about the, the big stuff that happens um, in our lives, but I think um, mental toughness needs to focus on, um, or is a focus on, on the, the daily struggles, daily stressors that we deal with and facing them with enough strength to push through at the end of the day. Because we all deal with stress in our daily lives, we deal with stress at work, um, we deal with stress in, in a sports setting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're constantly being stressed to, to perform as we are at work. Um, and I think having the mental ability to, to push through is um, a big asset and a must nowadays. It's very interesting and um, as you were sharing your experience on mental toughness, I was wondering, but how can one get or acquire mental toughness? I think it's, um, there isn't a set way where you can say, okay, I'm going to do this to be mentally tough. I think it's a a collection of experiences Mm -hmm. in our lives, starting off from when we're very young, you know, dealing with certain things, uh, when we're teenagers growing up, you know, dealing with friends and what have you. Um, so it is an experience of uh, it is an element of experiencing things um, and being exposed to certain things. I think um, the upbringing has a lot to do with how mentally tough we are. Um, obviously, we need to have people that guide us, people mm-hmm. that support us, people that we can confide in. Because obviously, dealing with certain issues, it doesn't mean being mentally tough. Doesn't mean you know, keeping everything to yourself and mm. just bottling things up. Yeah. It means talking about them, acknowledging your feelings um, and working your way through those those feelings and mm. those difficulties. Um, obviously, we're dealing with things on our own. So just to give you an example for uh, from my sports setting, mm. um, you know, we're in a game, things aren't going the way that we planned, we're losing, you know, final minutes of the game we need to you know look inside of ourselves and get that energy that push to turn things around and that is part of mental mental toughness you know you're in that setting you're alone okay i have my teammates at the end of the day but to get the energy to you know strive to to get that goal or and get that score that we want you know that has to come from within Mm -hmm. um and then obviously you know uh, motivate the others around you to to, sure. to mimic that that behavior. Um, so you know, mental toughness is an element that or the stressors we need to overcome them alone. But again, at the same time, um, it doesn't mean that we have to bottle those feelings up. True. Uh, to me, um, mental toughness is a 
It's a very similar concept to what you, you described. Um, apart from the uh, bringing side of things and um, the exposure that we need to have, um, uh, sometimes we have to expose ourselves to certain situations which are outside our comfort zone. But then to draw out the lessons, we need to reflect on those because yes. it's useless to be exposed, exposed to a, a particular situation, but then it, it passes by and we, we learn nothing out of it, whether it's good or bad. Agreed. I think self-reflection has to be a big part of, of our lives. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not one who self-reflects a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really someone that's going to end the day just looking back, seeing what happened, how I tackled them, what I could have done right. So, you know, put my hands up. I'm not really the, the ideal guy to, t- to speak about self-reflection. But yes, I agree. I think it's something that, that we, we need to teach. Um, you know, kids, teenagers to do more mm-hmm. because you learn a lot from, from your own experience, as you rightly so mentioned. Um, and it teaches you a lot. You know, uh, we, our experience and what we experience are our biggest teachers at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing when someone tells you, don't do this or don't do that because this is the consequence. But, you know, when you experience things and you experience the consequences, looking back and saying, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I should have tackled that differently. Or, you know, I should have spoken about uh, that issue that came up when, when I, you know, stayed silent. Or um, I should have spoken about how I felt and, you know, acknowledged that feeling, you know, so that I wouldn't have gone into the deep end, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, so, yes, self-reflection is definitely a big part of, of you know, uh, building up that, that mm-hmm. mental toughness. You mentioned that you don't reflect <laughs> no. as much. <laughs> no, no, not as much as I should. So what's your experience when it comes to building your own mental toughness? How did you do it? I think um, sports allowed me to build a certain element of mental toughness um, that I could then translate into my everyday life as well. Doesn't mean that it was foolproof, um, because obviously I've had experiences throughout um, my life that have challenged how mentally tough I thought I was, um, but it def- it has definitely helped me develop that kind of mental toughness. Mm-hmm. Having played at a high level for the past 13 years now, 14 years now, um, since I was 16 years old, having played with the national team up until I was 21 years old, so played at a high level as well, you're put in certain situations where you either perform or you're, you'll fail. So you need to build a certain uh, skin. You need to have a, a, a tough uh, aspect to yourself to, to push through those kinds of situations. And I think sort of that was one element that helped me build mental toughness. However, in the past year and a half, um, suffered an injury, kept me out for the past year and a half, and that has shattered what I thought I knew about myself. You know, it really put things into perspective. How really mentally tough was I? Um, could I deal with this now where, you know, my identity was rocked because, you know, having played at that level for 14 years, you know, training every day, playing on the weekend, so my life was consumed by it. Um, And then one fine day, you know, injured today, tomorrow I can't do anything for how many months until, you know, get an operation done, then I'm out for another six, seven months and then you're back in the field and then something goes wrong again, you're out for another eight months. So obviously that then puts everything into perspective. 
um, and it rocks your, your idea, challenges who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where sort of I realized, okay, was I really mentally tough? Did the experience that I have without reflecting on what I did right, what I did wrong, what could I have done better, what I need to work on, maybe on a personal level, you know, to prepare myself for these kinds of situations. Did I really do the work that I needed to do to be, you know, mentally tough? And it's, it, I'm not saying that you're, always, you're going to be foolproof, mm-hmm. even if you self-reflect, because, because you're going to experience different situations, different scenarios that are going to always challenge you. Uh, but at least you know that you have the tools necessary, the skills necessary to to push through, to come out the other side um, relatively, you know, in a good mental way, state, in eh? a good mental state. Yes, for sure. Such I know that that's the operation was quite recent, only a couple of months, and you're yeah. you just you're just out of the recovery phase. How how are you managing to put up your pieces back together? Yes. First of all, I think you need to speak. So I seeked um, support from from a mental health specialist, psychologist, sports psychologist. I reached out, uh, spoke about what was going on through my through my head. Uh, basically, the, the the feelings that I was feeling, uh, the insecurities that came up after you know I, I suffered the injury. Um, and I think that is important. It's speaking up. Not necessarily reaching out to to a professional. Obviously, a professional will always help because they can guide you through it better. But at least reaching out to a friend, reaching out to someone that you're comfortable speaking to, I think that's very, very important. Um, because sometimes speaking about things, not necessarily getting an answer back or a reply back, but speaking about things helps you process them better, mm-hmm. helps you put things into perspective. Um, and that's what that has helped me do. I've focused a lot of my life on sports. Um, obviously, I've I've had a career in parallel to that in, in recruitment and HR, which has grown throughout the years as well. But sports was always the first love, so to speak. Um, as I mentioned, been playing at a high level for 14 years. Started playing when I was eight years old. So obviously, it has been a big part of my life. Um, and having that challenged, it, it caused, raised some insecurities um, which you don't even realize that they're there. So talking about things definitely helped. Um, focusing on other things, you know, putting other, giving other things priority, giving, maybe focusing more on the relationships that you have in life, focusing more on your career and seeing how you can continue to build further and um, push yourself maybe out of the comfort zone from a career perspective. That's something that I also did with, with new things and, and putting myself maybe a little bit more out there from... from a recruitment perspective at Tailwag as well. Um, so yeah, sort of diversifying your sense of identity. Mm. That I feel is is very important. Uh, I hadn't done that really extensively before. So obviously when it was challenged, it rocked a little bit my my core. Um, so yeah, I think talking about it, first of all, definitely something that 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 you know we need to speak more about. And especially in sports, I think, and and obviously I play football, so it's we have that um, idea that you know we're manly men and tough and uh, fighters, and you know we're constantly shouting at each other and you know a little bit aggressiveness and that yeah exactly that that alpha male vibes. But I think 
we need to speak more and locally in the local scene. All right, we're seeing a lot of awareness in it in, in other leagues across Europe, for example, but I don't think there is enough awareness locally. I, there is support. So there is, for example, there are there is a players association that provides support and what have you, but I think within our community, um, we're not speaking about it enough. I think you know people aren't that forthcoming with the fact that, listen, you know, I needed support. I, I spoke about how I was feeling because it mm-hmm. really rocked me. The issue with 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 uh, reaching out and seeking support. Obviously, I agree with that. Given my background as well, um, the issue with raising awareness is mm-hmm. ve- it's a very sensitive deal thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. Okay, because. Um, it's okay to raise awareness, but you have to keep in mind the way that it's um, portrayed and advertised, the way that the message is, 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 is communicated. Yep. Because it can create a sort of an escape. Mm-hmm. It becomes easy to put yourself down. Yep. It becomes easy to feel um, depressed, for example. Yep. It becomes easy because it's accessible. Mm-hmm. So... Although I agree with uh, raising awareness, we have to be very mindful the way we, we do it because yes. it can become an escape and a sort of, um, a, a, in itself, a coping mechanism to yes. cope with the, with the feeling of failure because it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a very um, nasty feeling and it lingers. Yes. So we have to, okay, it's accepted that we're feeling that we failed in some areas. We all do from time to time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to receive the tools or we'll be given the tools and to um, bring ourselves back up. Exactly. No, I, I agree with you at 100%. And obviously, um, you know, we can see parallels in sport and work. Yep. Um, especially where, for example, in sport, we have very instant wins and very instant losses. We play a game every week. Mm -hmm. So one week you were on a high because you won, next week you're on a low because you lost. And you need to deal with that and you need to acknowledge that, identify what went wrong and fix it. Um, And I do agree with you that, you know, we can't use awareness, we can't use the support that needs to be provided to people who are going through, you know, difficult times as a form of an escape. Um, Because we're going to deal with stressors, as we said, every single day. It doesn't mean that because I'm going through a period of stress, for example, I need support. Um, uh, Because obviously we need to have the tools to deal with these things. Um, uh, But yeah, I agree that... So a balance needs to be needs to yes. be struck. It's a very it's a sensitive cookie. line, you it know. Is. It's very sensitive. It's a very sensitive area. But the way I see things is that um, sometimes there is a push on the extremities. Yes. So speaking of um, masculinity, mm-hmm. so it's a buzzword at the, at, at the moment. Um, so we're at, 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 at an extreme, you're saying that it's okay for men to cry. It's okay. We're human beings as well. We do have emotions. <laughs> exactly. So it's okay for men to cry. But then the, on the other extreme, that is that that men should be there. Should, the, the men should be protective and supportive. So we're seeing the extremes. Yes. And we're not looking for a way, or we're not focusing. We're not. We're not focusing on a way to find the middle ground between these two and to, to look at them at them at the man as a human being exactly. as well. Um, but I think the 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 missing link is providing the tool and showing people how they can challenge themselves mm-hmm. and get to know themselves better and to sit down and have a chat with yourself. Yeah. Because you need to 
to reflect on yourself at, at, at a certain point so that you can come into terms with certain things. Sometimes you need the support of a professional and that is, that is, that is needed. Mm-hmm. But the professional is not always there. No. It's like, um, for example, you're, you're, you're doing an essay. Right? <laughs> I, I, um, I, this is something I tell to my students. Um, you're doing an essay. There is not, um, always, during the exam, there is no Google Translate exactly. to help you out or Google to, to search to, for the answer. Yep. You have to train yourself to find the answer and to find a way to respond to the question. And some, some, in most cases, the therapist is not always there. The counselor no. is not always no. there. And you have to have the tools to deal with the current situation that you're, yes. you're in. And I think, you know, certain people in position need to be, so it's not just a, a therapist, but certain people in position need to be trained to help. Maybe if you're a manager at work, you need to have the skills yeah. to, to help the people that are reporting into you to, you know, steer them through that tough period. You need to help them and give them the tools to, you know, go through that stressful period and come out of the other end, you know, with a smile on their face at the end yeah. of the day. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. We need to provide those tools, but there needs to be, you know, we're not going to learn those tools by ourselves at the end of the day. We, we need to learn them from somewhere. Um, and these people in position, be it uh, a sports team where, you know, the coach is coaching the, the kids, for example, or uh, a manager that's, you know, has 10 reports or 10 people reporting into him, need to have the skills uh, to deal with these kinds of situations. Unless you have the skills to deal with these kinds of situations, you're not going to help people grow. Um, and at the end of the day, having those tools means growth because you're going to find those tools throughout the rest of your life, mm-hmm. not just in that particular situation. You're going to find them in various different situations. If you learn the tools at work, you'll use them at home, you'll use them with your friends, you'll use them wherever. Um, and whatever scenario or whatever situation so I think yeah we do have to find the middle ground you mentioned the point where you know men are being split into two extremes where either it's okay to be sensitive or you know you need to be very masculine um, and I think you we do need to find a balance between both um, which we seem to have uh, we're moving away from I think um men need to realize or we need to realize what our position in society is um, still need to be you know I think everyone needs to be strong at the end of the day because it men be tough women, for anyone yeah it's tough for everyone and, um, yeah, life is tough <laughs> uh, so you need to deal with it uh, so yeah you, everyone needs to be tough and everyone needs to have the skills to deal with the difficult situations mm-hmm. um, but it's okay for people who are going through a tough time just to open up that's that's what you need to do is, is basically open up you know and again it's not about getting an answer it's about processing what you're going through I think it's about mindset it's about mm-hmm. yeah. knowing that tough times will be there in life but there will also be good times yep. so when you're in a tough position and it's very it's, it's very superficial the way I'm, I'm perhaps um, uh, outlining this but in tough times even in tough times you have to be hopeful that in some way shape or form in the future, things will will get better, and they will get bad again, and they will get better exactly. again. I mean, this is something that we. It's good to be an optimist at mm-hmm. times, and 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 I think that that's why I'm saying that it's it's about mindset. Because if you don't have an optimistic kind of or hopeful mindset, you will see the the only the bad stuff about life. Exactly, and uh, that then that is the balance that we need to create. Sort of a feeling hopeful about the future. 
and embracing the fact that there will be pros and cons on every, always, on every situation. Always. And I think um, I saw a clip of Denzel Washington okay. and he puts it perfectly. He says, times don't last. The good times don't last. The bad times don't last. So we're going through, you know, we're always going through the motions um, and having the tools to, to deal with those. We need to deal with, with, with the good times as well. You know, everyone loves when they're going through a good time, you're on a high, but you need to be mindful that, listen, things can change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And when you're on that high, by all means, enjoy it. Of course. <laughs> you know, take everything you can out of it, but be wary of the fact that, listen, today I'm up here, Tomorrow I can be down there. Um, to be prepared, you know, you, you always have to be prepared to a certain extent. Okay, uh, again, enjoy the, enjoy the good times. But but yeah, I think it's be humble. Yep. Mindfulness practitioners yeah. would say that you know, we need to be grateful. Yes. And mindful and present in that in that yes. moment. Um, and I think uh, actually I think that's 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 perhaps a blueprint in, in this mm-hmm. regard because if we're present in, in, in that moment, being it a bad moment or a good moment, there's so much that we can learn about ourselves. Yep. Um, especially in the bad moments because it's our our true colors will show during a bad instance. Yes. You mentioned that your injury showed you what you're made of. You learn a lot about yourself in the bad moments, definitely. I think this 2022 has taught me a lot <laughs> about myself. Um, you mentioned that I got an operation uh, earlier or a couple of months ago. I had an operation done last year um, and it, it, it's been a rocky year and it has taught me a lot. And, and it's been one of the longest injuries I've had. Um, and yeah, it, it puts things into perspective. It challenges what's important in life. You know, at the end of the day, you have to um, refocus your focus. <laughs> you have to realign your your focus. You know, you need to see, okay, so what's really important in my life? Um, relationships, work, um, success, career, whatever. Um, it, it puts things into perspective and it, it challenges that, that, yeah, the, what you think, sometimes you think that you have a stable ground, I'm good, you know, nothing's going to rock me. Then something comes and just drags the carpet from mm-hmm. right under your feet. Um, yeah, and, and, and definitely, this, this has definitely taught me a couple of lessons. What sort of lessons? How did this um, help you grow? I think realizing, first off, as I said, sort of what's important in life, focusing maybe a little bit more on the relationships that I have, mm-hmm. um, putting, you know, focusing more on work. Uh, and on work, not just being successful in work. Um, I work in recruitment and we're working in the business of people at the end of the day. Um, and I think focusing on primarily helping people out gives you more satisfaction, gave me more satisfaction, you know, than just working just to close the roads, for example. You know, just refocusing and, and putting things into perspective, like really and truly what's important in life, okay, money, success, whatever. That's important, obviously, we have to live. But at the end of the day, what gives you value in life? You know, what gives you purpose? I think that is the cherry on the cake, purpose. What's, what's your purpose in life? Was my, is my purpose just to play football, for example? Is my purpose just to work? No, you need to enjoy life. You need to 
help people out when you can and you know when you're going through the good time so i think putting things into perspective um was one of the lessons that that i definitely learned again uh, sort of the sense of identity you know who am i who's sasha after the injury you know who's sasha without football am i just a recruiter of course not i'm not just a recruiter you know I'm a, an individual who you know enjoys spending time with my fiance now enjoys you know spending time with my friends enjoys reading the books which I never had time to read before <laughs> because I never had enough time in the day so yeah the sense of identity will will you know it was something that I really focused on this past year like the the who am I it's very cliche I know but yeah it really came into the forefront of of my um you know the road that I'm I'm walking through at the moment how did you manage to find your purpose I think that's very abstract and, and it is and I don't think I have actually okay. managed to to find you know my purpose as of yet it's something that I think it's something that you're constantly working towards for sure um you know I, I think there are people who are lucky enough to find their purpose and you know spend the rest of their lives working towards that and feeling very purposeful but I think a lot of us um, we're constantly working towards finding what purpose we have on this earth it's constantly changing as well um so yeah i I don't really think i can answer you at this point i think it's still a work in progress to be honest to be perfectly frank with you you. self-reflect more oh yes i do yes i do um uh, but finding maybe little things that are achievable that give you satisfaction um that's that's very important in terms of again Purpose is very an abstract word, but I think finding these sort of small things that give you satisfaction in the the things that you do in life. Um, again, it, it could be selfish to a certain extent, but yeah, it's, it's anything basically that gives you that that sense of worth, maybe sense of self. When it comes to purpose, um, obviously it's one of my topics of interest. Yeah. Um, so a video or an article pops up out of nowhere. So uh, what I'm about to say, I'm not sure whether, well, from where I got it from, to be honest. It's not mine, but I heard it or read about it from somewhere. And in simple terms, um, the way this person or this article described um, the way you can find purpose is what you, what Sasha does automatically, mm-hmm. without even thinking, without even um, realizing what impact do you have on other people's life without even realizing and that would be your purpose mm-hmm. uh, when I asked this question to myself um, the answer was uh, that my persona or my, the way of the way of my being the way I impact other people is uh, in most cases I make fe- people feel good about themselves and um, that put up, a, put up a smile on my face and that, oh, oh this might be my purpose to put, um, to help people feel okay with themselves and to, to help them um, realize how powerful they are and mm-hmm. embrace who they are with, with the, both, both the, good sides and, the good side and the bad side. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that I do that naturally. The more that's, I thought about it, it's the I do it naturally without yeah. even realizing it. Talking about it, yeah, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. But again, you got to that conclusion because you self reflect. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, so, so you spend time looking yes. looking into yourself. Um, 
I don't spend enough time looking into myself. I That's the missing admit. link then. <laughs> yeah, it could be. That's what I need to work on 2023. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah, I, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. So it's not my idea. No, but no, but, but, or, uh, but yes, but it, it does make a lot of sense. Like what we do, natu- what comes natural to us. Um, it helped me. Must, yeah, must be our purpose at the end of the day. Yeah. It helped me set my bearings when it comes to endeavor and even this podcast. I mean, um, when I first had the concept of endeavor and uh, I, I, I didn't even had the concept of, of a podcast. I, uh, at that time, I, I, I wish I could start a podcast, but I, <laughs> I had no idea from where to start and, and whatnot. And, uh, and, and I'm often asked this question, what I do? true and endeavor mm-hmm. and because it's not clear cut um, it's it's, some, it's something I wouldn't say it's completely innovative but perhaps my approach is a bit innovative as well in itself mm-hmm. because it's not about providing um, HR related solutions yep. but it's about helping people um, bring out the best qualities in themselves at the place of work and the postcard on the on the other side on the other side is is about helping people um, feel inspired about the experience of other people. Yeah. Um, so it's a collective growth experience. Exactly. It's 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 growth. It's growth. And it happens to every one of us. Yes. I mean, um, we all pass through tough times and we all feel lost. So if we can mm-hmm. help uh, each other each out other. In, in in realizing that oh. Other people have gone through that, or other people are going through through that. Yes. I mean, in your case, you are still, as we said, your patient is still fresh, so you're still perhaps figuring, figuring things out. Fresh, figuring <laughs> it out. Yeah, and that's, that's okay. I mean, um, it's part of the process. It is. It is part of the process, definitely. And and yes, I think relating to other people mm-hmm. is very important. You know, speaking to other people who are going through, who you know are going through the same things that you are. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes. Um, that can help because you, you realize that you're not going through this alone. You know, there are others who have gone through this, maybe are going through this now. How did they deal with it? Can I take something from their experience, you know, and apply it to my scenario? Um, did they do something maybe that continue to affect the situation that they're in and I shouldn't do that or I know to stay away from doing that thing, for mm-hmm. example. So yeah, sharing, you know, growing, we need to grow together. You know, we're, we're living this life, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to push each other up. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're talking about finding purpose. We're talking about um, sort of you setting up this podcast and and still figuring things out. For sure. Uh, Very sure. Clearly, we're doing it together here yeah. today. Um, but yeah, you're learning out of this, for example, as much as I am learning out of it from from your experiences. Mm-hmm. So so yes, I think finding that collective, relating to other people, mm-hmm. uh, discussing, you know, talking about experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, help us collectively rise and go through these these tough times it's it's mm-hmm. it's not easy it's not ideal to deal with things alone as, as well mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm saying all this i'm saying you know speak to someone and talk to your friends and what have you i'm not one that naturally talks mm-hmm. about my feelings or you know what i'm going going through um but it does help it does help you know, I, I bottled things up for a year almost and the way I was feeling about it and how it was really affecting me and maybe pushing it to a side and, you mm-hmm. know, sweeping it under the carpet and not really dealing with it um, until I came to a point where I was like, you know, I either deal with this mm-hmm. or it's going to get worse now. 
and then when you do again it's just one conversation you know and again you don't no one really needs to no one really need, let me talk about my experience no one really needed to tell me anything it was just like a big you know a big weight was lifted off because yeah. i just spoke about it you know you're automatically acknowledging it doesn't mean that it was fine mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i'm still processing things i'm still going through stuff there's still things that i need to experience in the next couple of weeks in terms of the rehab and what's going to work and what's not going to work i might have more setbacks mm-hmm. um so i'm not you know uh, <laughs> i'm still heavily in it at yeah. the moment um but it's always good to to talk about about these things and you know try to process I've said this a lot yeah. about this podcast, but I think processing what you're going through um, and pe- putting the pieces together, yeah, that's that's very important. So far, Sasha, um, what was the hardest part that you had to accept about yourself? Something that you didn't like, but you had to accept it nonetheless. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not very confrontational. In what um, sense? Uh, Good question. So, um, I'm trying to find the words on how, how, I'm, okay, going okay. to, how I'm going to put it. So, um, I don't know, for example, I'm not, so it depends on the setting and mm-hmm. it depends on the relationship I have with the individual. So, if we're talking work and business and I am, you know, uh, I have an idea about something and someone else comes and they have, Maybe a contrasting idea, I can confront, um, it's not a problem, uh, you know, I can challenge, I speak. but there are certain situations where I feel that I'm not as confront- confrontational as I should be, or I try to avoid the conflict, for example, rather than, listen, I need to deal with the situation, you know, it's going to be a little bit conflicting, but, you know, it needs to happen. It's an uncomfortable conversation. That yes, 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 yes. So, Sometimes I think that has been one thing that I, I, you know, realized about myself that I need to work on. Is it something perhaps personal or work-related? No, it's more personal. It's more personal. Okay. I think in work, from the experiences that I've had so far since I've been working, um, uh, I've learned a lot in work. I went through certain experiences that have taught me a lot uh, about myself, again, on reflecting. So it wasn't when I was in those specific situations where I realized what was going on it was a year two years down the line you know again talking about it with someone discussing what I went through and as I'm saying the things I'm like oh wait but this is what I experienced ah so that's why I'm doing these things now because I went through that without even realizing you know I internalized sort of what I was going through I learned from it and now I'm approaching things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I, I'm just going to try to think of a particular example, but I can't at the moment. So <laughs> I don't know. For example, I was you know, challenged about something I did and maybe I didn't agree with, was, with, what, with what I was being challenged with, but I didn't speak up because you know, it's the manager. I'm not, I, I don't know if I'm in a position where I can, okay. but nowadays I realize that, listen, if I'm... Again, if I feel strongly about something that I did and someone that is maybe even in a higher position than I am challenges me on it, 
I'm not going to fight or argue, but I'm going to put my points forward, you know, why I did the things in a certain way, just to explain myself um, and then discuss. But you're more confident in your experiences. Exactly, but that experience that might have seemed difficult and tough at the time and, you know, might have challenged me and stressed me out, you know, I've learned from it, I've grown. I've dealt with it, I've internalized it, I've learned the lesson, okay, you know, challenging someone Mm -hmm. back, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing because... When you challenge someone back, you're learning and you're growing at the same time because mm-hmm. I'm putting my ideas forward. Maybe my ideas aren't right, but okay. I'm learning. It's a process. So so that was one thing which, for example, realized and took on board okay. innately. So you're saying that uh, what I'm hearing is that you've gained uh, an extensive amount of experience when it comes to work and you can put that into action when it comes to persuasion or negotiation. Yeah, for example, yes. I'm going to flip the table yes. on this. Um, what sort of what experience are you lacking to deal with the situation in your personal life? Good question. <laughs> Never really thought about it. Um, what am I lacking to deal in my personal life? Uh, <laughs> I can't really identify it, to be honest with you. Um, uh, haven't thought about it that much. I think... Let uh, me... Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Because <laughs> no. I was interrupting. No, I really, I, I'm lost. I, I, I really, I can't decipher sort of what is lacking at the moment. At the moment, again, it's a period of uncertainties. It's a period of um, self-reflection. Okay. So I'm still in the process of figuring things out. Um, pretty sure there's something lacking. In, in such situation, in such situations, it's about asking ourselves the right questions. Yep, agreed. And sometimes there is a sort of um, a conflict between the, the brain and the heart yes. most of the time. So um, f- for me, when I'm faced with, with such situations, which we all do, mm-hmm. um, I, I separate both. And, say, and, and I, I even write it down on paper sometimes. Um, so I write down what my heart is telling me about the situation. I write them down or I think it through. And then I split the, table, the, the, the page in half and I write what my mind is telling me. It's the, the logical, logical side. side. It's the log- logical side. And we men are known for our <laughs> logical <laughs> side. And uh, because there is a conflict between logic and emotions. Yes. Okay? Yes. So um, what helps me out is to um, extract my thoughts because the brain, uh, it's chaotic. The way it organizes yep. the thoughts is very chaotic. Yep. So uh, when you put your thoughts on paper, it, things tend to become clearer. clearer yes. But it's about asking yourself the right questions. Mm. How does this make me feel? If I do this, will I be happy? So the way I try to I try to, to, to think things is that today I'm today's then version of Daniel. Yes. In ten years' time, in five years' time, and I don't like to make five year plans. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not either. Um, but um, in five years time, what I'm doing today, does this reflect the person I want to be in 10 years' time, mm-hmm. in five years' time, does it resonate with the image of Daniel in my mind of the person I want to be? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is a yes, then I do take that decision. If the answer is a no, I don't take that decision or I act yeah. accordingly. Yeah. But it has to fit the image of the person I want to be. It's very simple in, in, in uh, the Practical way. terms. In, in, yes, yes. But, uh, but it's very hard. I know, I know where you, I know what you're saying. I know where you're coming from, and I've had this 
duel between you know the logical side of things and what my heart wants um it's happened uh, it's it's i've never made the decision <laughs> so they're still at loggerheads uh, but yeah it happens and it's it's not easy it's not easy to come not to easy those because terms. we are afraid that it that it affects it's, the other person negatively or the other person's involved Exactly, and yes, but sometimes you have to think selfishly as well because really and truly with the action, when you take these these decisions, it's irrespective of it de- depends on who the decision yeah, is going yeah. to affect yeah again, but sometimes it's irrespective of the individuals around you, and you know you need to act according to what's beneficial for you, but I think sometimes the one thing that really keeps me back is regret okay. the fear of. All right, if I take this decision because it's the logical decision to take, but maybe the thing that I, you know, my heart wanted might have worked out. You know, what will happen hmm. two, three years down the line? Will I regret the decision or not? And I think sometimes that is what hinders certain decision making. And, you know, we remain in the situation that we're in because we're comfortable in it. Yes. And sometimes we have to, to, to speak to the right person, the person exactly. concerned in the situation. Um for me, I'm, 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 as a human being, I'm very cautious and mindful of the way I speak to other people. Yes. And I often um, try to choose the best words to say in, in, in the situation so that I don't hurt the other person's feelings. I'm very cautious of that um, because I don't want to hurt anyone voluntarily. Yes. Everyone does from time to time. <laughs> yes, so, yes, yes. Uh, but I, I try to, to, to pay attention to that. And... Some misunderstanding, misunderstanding will happen. happen. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it's the way that perhaps we speak. Um, what I'm, I'm, going, I'm going for here, um, I, I've read it somewhere again. This is something that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I uh, picked up on the internet, okay? Um, sometimes when we don't speak about certain things, we're still doing a disservice to the other person yes. or persons involved. Because we're not, we're not being open and we're not giving our attention, 100% attention. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, and that that kept me, that motivated me to speak up on certain and having difficult conversations, mm-hmm. because I preferred to to have the difficult conversation and to be um, authentic with up the person front, exactly. rather than keeping it for myself. And then six months down the line, I have a burst of frustration, for example, and I yeah. say things that I don't want to say. Exactly. Um, so it's about keeping it in check and keeping. Um, our intentions under control if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. you know no no i completely agree i think you need to be transparent mm-hmm. but again it's two um uncomfortable situations it that is. you're putting yourself in and you know as human beings we're not we don't i think don't think there's anyone that's actually you know fond of putting themselves into these difficult situations but there are situations that we have to put ourselves in if mm-hmm. we want to grow again yeah set up the, the right mindset be mentally tough in life I think you will gain that by putting yourselves in uncomfortable situations because that's where you grow mm-hmm. you know doing the same things over and over again you'll never learn you'll never grow um, and things will never change so if you want to change if you want to grow you have to you know push the boundaries a little bit um, push the boundaries that we've set for ourselves because we we set our own boundaries you know if I want to achieve something and I've achieved it, then do I stop there or do I push a little bit more and push a little bit more to continue to grow? 
And it's the same thing with mental toughness, you know. I'm mentally tough, I think I'm good, I think I'm fine. A new situation comes, makes me feel uncomfortable. Do I stay there, power through, continue to grow? Or do I, you know, shy away from it because I'm comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I think that's what we're seeing with uh, the younger generation at times. Um, is where we're putting them in comfortable situations, trying to keep them as comfortable as they can be. Are they going to be mentally tough to deal with certain issues, certain situations? Um, I've seen a change in the sports industry as well a little bit. We're removing away from having an element of competitiveness in, you know, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds. I remember when we were young and we were eight-year-olds, you know, we really, we just wanted to win, win, win. You know, if we come second place, we're <laughs> screaming and crying and, you know, stomping our feet because we wanted to win. And that puts a certain mindset in us. It has, you know, it's, give, it's given us a certain mindset that we want to win. And you need to win in life. You need to win at work. No one's going to give you things on a plate. You need to work hard. And that is part of mental toughness, you know, working, again, working hard doesn't mean working 80 hours, 80 hour weeks, but if I want to be good at my job, I need to, you know, dedicate the time, dedicate the effort. No one's going to come up to me and give me things on a plate just because I deserve it. You know, you need to earn it. Yep. And I think that's one thing which, which, yeah, we really, really need to work on. You reminded me of, uh, I had a, I had a similar conversation with a friend of mine um, about this and um, someone he knows told told him this that, and if you want to be in a certain place in life, whatever that may be, you have to earn to earn the right to be there. Mm-hmm. And and I think that it, it's a very simple rule, but it applies everywhere. I mean, it does. In, in whatever area you do, being it a hobby, um, being it in, in in sports, being it in business, I think it applies to, to to everything. If you want to to do something meaningful, you have to earn that position. That, that usually comes with the investment of time, so that you can gain the necessary experience. You mentioned that uh, over time, over the past years, um, in the world of work, you gained and this gave you enough confidence to have difficult conversations at of work, course. and something something that you you were you weren't able to do. Um, Five years ago, ten years ago, because you weren't experienced enough. Exactly. So it's it's like it's like a fruit. You're, we, we ripen at exactly. at, at uh, by age. Exactly. No, yes, age, age, uh, and experiences will will shape us. They're our best teachers. You know, experiences will teach us a lot. Mm-hmm. New as and as we said, putting ourselves in new experiences in uncomfortable situations will teach us even more. Um, because again just to sort of repeat what I said earlier if we keep on doing the same things and I keep on having the same experience I'm not going to learn anything I'm not going to grow as a person mm-hmm. I'm not going to grow in at work um, and you need to put the effort and the time in everything that you do mm-hmm. so even from a, a mental just to go back to sort of the mental toughness side of things and the mindsets you need to push yourself always keeping your sort of emotions in check, being aware of what you're feeling and, you know, what you're going through and not pushing yourself to an extreme where you're, you know, um, putting yourself in a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to push yourself enough to learn. 
and to grow and to you know add another layer and add another layer and add another layer it's like you're you're pushing yourself to evolve every time it's like you're going to the gym yeah you're not going to grow unless you put you know you're not going to build those muscles up unless you put in the time and the effort and you have those incremental increases on a weekly basis mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's the, the toughest part about that. Um, I, I actually, the going to the gym is a very good analogy because, uh, well, it's an it's a reality, <laughs> not an analogy. In re- <laughs> it's reality, exactly. um, and that it goes hand in hand with what I was um, explaining uh, earlier. Because whatever you're doing today will have an effect in a month's time. If yeah. you're losing weight or building muscle. Um, you won't see the results immediately immediately no. it's it, it's it's what you do today that will reflect in a month's time in a six months time in a year's time yeah. um so it's the it's very abstract because the, the mind cannot see the result immediately exactly. so you have to convince yourself and you have i'm using a buzzword again you have to trust the process yeah that if you do this because it's a blueprint a formula if you do this you will achieve an dx result and it's consistency yeah I think you, it's not just doing the, the the thing or putting yourself in that situation. It's the consistently pushing yourself, consistently you know doing the things that you need to do to put you know to get to where you want to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with with sort of the mindset. It's like constantly pushing, constantly putting in the effort. Um, you know, uh, to to gain that advantage, to 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 gain. Um, another layer of, of toughness that you need to deal with different situations that you're going to be faced with in life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a constant process of growing. So this is not something that you're going to do until you're 30 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then stop doing it. Yeah. So it's a journey. It's a journey because the experiences that you experience when you're a teenager and what you experience when you're in your 30s, 40s or 50s mm-hmm. is completely different. And it's always new. Because we've never been at that age, you know, we've never been in those situations. So, so it's a constant process of growth, um, and realizing that, realizing, I think that we are in a constant process of growth, which will help you grow even further because yeah. you'll identify, um, and again, you'll fall into what we've sort of been saying throughout this 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 podcast is, you'll identify um, that the self reflection that you need to do, um, the tools. You know that you need to have to to mm-hmm. achieve that and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it's a continuous journey. That's true. Sasha, you're uh, at the moment. You said that you're building up yourself back again, uh, yeah. and you're trying to get into um, uh, your your old routine and uh, with a fresh perspective. <laughs> That's exactly um, how I would put it. <laughs> <laughs> what what are your prospects for the coming few months? In your yes, from a growth development mm-hmm. uh, perspective, I think being realistic. So, I've experienced something similar last year where I did the operation in August of 2021. Um, started training fully again in January, had to stop after three weeks because I got more complications, and that was a big knock because mentally I wasn't prepared for it. Okay. Mentally, I thought, okay, I'm good, I'm training, nothing's going to go wrong. Then something goes wrong. Um, and that was, you know, January 2022, one year later, I had to do another operation. So now my mind has, I've already been through that experience. I'm already aware, okay, do things slowly, do things at a comfortable pace. Things can go wrong. They can still go wrong, you know, 
Um, there are there there will be setbacks, so I'm prepared now mentally for those setbacks, um, and you just have to push through. So, what I'm expecting in the next couple of months is just going continuously increasing on on sort of what I'm doing, from a from a sports perspective. Is the target is to hopefully be back on the pitch next year, um, or end of this year, uh, this season, I mean. Uh, and from a personal perspective, from from a work perspective, is the target is to continue to help people. Uh, you know, recruitment is a f- amazing thing to do. It's an amazing job to do. Constantly meeting new people, people who are in good situations, people who are in bad situations that want you know to change. Yeah. Uh, so our work really has an impact on people's lives, um, and that is something that. You know, 2023 is uh, I want to really put into focus is the fact that what I do, what we do as Tailwag, is help people, you know, find their purpose in life mm-hmm. in terms of work. You know, find them the job that they wake up in the morning with a smile on their face to go to, um, and focusing on that, getting the satisfaction out of that, getting the energy out of that, mm-hmm. motivate me to do other things in yeah. in work and my personal life. What I'm hearing, Sasha, is that you're in a, an active recovery stage. Yes. And uh, that's a very good yes, way to put it because yes. it's in line with the sports thing, right? <laughs> um, and I think from what I hear, I think you're in a good position because you're um, quite aware of the current situation because uh, you've been through a mm-hmm. similar situation. And um, But I, I've noticed in, 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 uh, in the way you explain things that you're at the same time kind to yourself and I think that's very important because you're aware of your current limitations but still are still um, trying hard in in, in, in doing whatever you can yes and I think it's important to always perform to the best of your abilities be it work related be it personal life Mm -hmm. or be it sports I think and I, I got this a lot from, from my fiance. She is someone who does things at 100%. If we wake up in the morning, you know, do the bed, do it at your maximum, perfect, you know, not uh, a corner flipped over or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's the approach that we need to take in life. Like, do everything to the best of your ability. If you can do this at 100%, don't do it at 99%. Do it at 100%. You owe that to yourself. Yeah. And that's the mindset that I'm trying to to to, a, to get at the moment. You it's know, a it, compounding effect. It is. It does. It does. It actually. It, it really does. It really does. Um, and you do need to be kind to yourself. You do need to spend time with yourself, um, take care of yourself, and not just take care of yourself from a health perspective. You know, eating right, exercising, yeah. whatever, but also taking the time to you know sit down, have a reflection see what you need, do anything that you need to do um, to make you feel better, to make you feel good about yourself uh, and, and to help you grow. So I think that was a, a very nice way to <laughs> conclude this podcast episode. It has been a pleasure. This is actually our second time yes. trying to shoot this, this, this episode. Um, so I thank you once again for your time and it, it, it has been a, a great conversation. I think we're able to, to, to share quite a, quite a lot here today. Thank so you for your time. Thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure having this conversation with you then. Um, yeah, we always find a lot of things to talk about. True, true. <laughs> Take care, Sasha. Thank you. Thanks, Dan.